Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning. Happy Friday. It's Friday in Clearwater, (laughs) Florida. Like it's Friday. I I wasn't expecting that like almost broadcaster voice. It's Friday. Mm -hmm. Clearwater, Florida. It's Friday. Coming alive over here. Um, yeah, we uh, we had like a major, see, in our world, especially since this is kind of like coffee talk, this is the morning show, mm-hmm. we're supposed to have coffee, and, and last night before we went to bed, we were like, oh, we need to go get coffee, and so, you know, then we go to bed, and we wake up, and Jim goes into the kitchen, because he's going to get a pot of coffee on, and he's like, crap. We forgot coffee. There's no coffee. <laughs> we don't have any coffee. I mean, so. it was... Luckily, yeah. he was able to get to the local grocery store before, you know, um, anything got kind of ugly. Yeah, his priorities. And, and mm-hmm. then it was it was funny because when he went, um, those of you who know Jim know that uh, he is a lover of donuts. There's just no story that's off limits with you, is it? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so while he was there, he picked up um, a maple donut, which mm-hmm. um, many of you that know him well uh, he makes the joke frequently that he's like one quarter maple donut because it's our favorite kind of donut mm-hmm. ever. So. I just also say that I'm no longer welcome at the hot yoga studio <laughs> because when I left out, there was a big puddle of maple <laughs> under the floor or under, on the floor where I was doing my exercise. So, yeah. You're like, why does it smell like Vermont in mm-hmm. here? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, well, you know, um, it's, but it, they're tasty. Oh, they're really, really good. So we, we, you know, uh, that a problem was averted, and mm-hmm. we we have our coffee. Apparently, I haven't drank enough of it yet because my mouth is not catching up, or my brain's not catching up to yeah. what it is that I'm uttering. So, um, so happy Friday! It's uh, uh, we have uh, one announcement, and I want to also put in a plug. I didn't tell you I was going to do this, Michelle, but I checked. Um, Brett Buick's fundraiser this morning, and it is just short of the target that I know he set. Mm -hmm. And after watching how much sweat and effort and commitment he put into that, I want to do anything I can to help him take that thing, um, you know, over the top. And also he released a very um, heartfelt um, video about his own, experiences around that and why that thing was so important to him. And I'm just going to challenge, um, I'm going to challenge dealers, uh, to try to help raise that last little bit. Or if you're a, one of our vendor connections listening and you can help put this thing over the top, I'd like to see if I can get 10 dealers to pledge $300. I love this. 10 oh, dealers. Yeah, yeah. It's like 10 dealers. Any of our buy here, pay your dealers out there who can stand in, in their budget to spend to do $300. Yeah. Just uh, I'll put the link in the comments on where we to find Brett. We should put a Brett's... link in the uh in the comments about the the video that Je- that uh Brett did. Yeah, for sure. So it it give you a very like, good yeah. feeling it was how why he was so driven to do that. Yeah. But, but for those of you who don't know, he did what what do you do? 4 miles every, every 4, four hours, hours for 48, 48 hours. hours. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Completed. And it was it was also push-ups. Yeah, yeah. And and I know uh, Bill Elizondo joined him in that. Uh, Chad and Martin, Chad did, Martin did a little bit. And I bet the push-ups and, was the easy part. The the 
pushing through four miles every four hours. Just, just the so. sheer exhaustion. And, and, and granted, and Brett's very cause. fit and very, you know, was, was prepared for it. But I'm yeah. just saying the emotional part of that is something I would like to see us um, support. And um, just, you know, you can hear Brett's story and get, get an idea how mm-hmm. real that thing is for him. And um, let's see if we can get 10 dealers to do $300 and let's push this thing up to that. You know, what I hear is that this is, <laughs> someday you may see us do a telethon of some kind. Oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> that could potentially be fun. Yeah. It's like, you know, what what is the cause? And uh, mm-hmm. I think that that would actually, we could have a lot of, we could have a lot of fun with calling people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Too on that. Of course. So, oh, that's something that we should think about doing for something that's a good cause. Because we need more up. stuff to do. This is what we need. Uh, though, yeah. We got. No, that's okay. I totally see Point that in taken. our future. <laughs> I, I, I totally see that in our future. That'll be fun. Um, but. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of a lot to do, we've got uh, those of you who have not taken the opportunity mm-hmm. to go to bhphnation.com and take a look at our roadmap mm-hmm. please do that and yeah. you can also pre-register for um you can also pre-register for uh the the uh the launch the official launch of of bhph nation and we're excited about um, we're that, excited about that. We think and, uh, it's going to be so good for the industry vendors dealers, oh my everybody. goodness we've we've been working on um on a lot of the the vendor lists and mm-hmm. and you know the the framework and how that's how that's going to get put together and um so yeah you'll you'll see more of that coming up here uh mm-hmm. pretty soon and yep. i think i think that we're on a really good track and yep. and before too long we will be live so yep. those of you who have not looked at the roadmap mm-hmm. and those of you who have not pre-registered for the nation, mm-hmm. um, please go to bhphnation.com. Mm-hmm. And again, this is a nonprofit. This is nothing to do with, uh, um, you know, Jim and Michelle and we're and just the ones, it, we're just it. the ones building it because it's really something that, that the industry we've seen the industry really needs. There's mm-hmm. going to be vendor page. There's also going to be an education page. There's going to be, um, resources, resources where we're actually, it's, it's not going to be Jim and Michelle education. It's like a place where you can go to find all mm-hmm. of the things that are out there for education from all educators, from all the educators, from the national state organizations to individual companies. Um, all of the stuff will be there. You mentioned state associations. Which me, I've been meaning to tell our listeners that they can kind of stay tuned in for, um, subliminal messages throughout our show. <laughs> I've, I've started to do that. I didn't even share with Michelle some of these subliminal messages that Coca-Cola. I have installed Coca-Cola. in the morning show. Coca-Cola. No, it's not that. It's like, <laughs> you know, on Wednesday we do White Hat Way. And I don't know if anybody's paid attention, but if you mm. if you spell White Hat Way backwards, it's Yata Itaway, Itaway, <laughs> which is Swahili for join your state association. You didn't know that, did you? I didn't White know Hat Way spelled backwards. <laughs> In Swahili <laughs> is join your state association. I, I had no idea that so, you yeah, I've been Swahili. Slipping, I've been slipping <laughs> subliminal stuff on people. <laughs> I felt compelled to share. <laughs> that's hilarious, honey. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, White Hat Way, that's another thing, is if you guys don't know what White Hat Way is, all of you, because it's it's been really fun to kind of watch the as the viewership grows mm-hmm. of what it is that we're doing. You know, we're seeing that there are a lot of people who aren't necessarily in any of the Facebook groups are starting to listen and, and uh, chime in and, you know, we're getting 
we're getting some feedback from them. And so those of you who are out there that are not familiar with the White Hat Way, mm -hmm. the White Hat Way is something that's very foundational for everything that we have built mm -hmm. from um, the Octane Coaching to uh, Buy Here, Pay Here Institute to um, what we're doing here to um, the nation as right. well will be nation TV as well will be it's, that's a very foundational piece and it's the ethics side of, um, of how we are approaching education. And so on BHPH Institute.com mm -hmm. is a page that's, uh, that's about the white hat way. Right. And um, that will be shortly shared amongst all of our platforms so that you are able to find that wherever you are, that, that intersects with the things that we're creating. Yeah. And um, I look forward to telling the part of our story around that, that, and we got to get to our two yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> conversation, but I look forward to telling the story uh, around the white hat way and about my grandfather, Pablo Trujillo, who was, oh. a, uh, and I've got some great pictures that I'll share when the time comes to tell yeah, it's, the, it's kind of about story. your dad yeah there's and, a little bit i mean and, I, and your grandpa yeah, yeah yeah my grandfather was kind of the epitome of the the caballero the the gentleman cowboy and so yeah i look forward to telling that story yeah it's yeah. really a beautiful story so i'm looking forward to you sharing that as well um we do have one more quick thing though uh we got a nod yesterday from the folks at fiada which mm -hmm. is going to be happening the second through the fourth of next month so it's mm -hmm. just a few weeks away excuse me um and uh they gave us a nod to broadcast our session live yep so we're going to be doing that um so that we're actually we're speaking on the fourth which is a tuesday at two two o'clock two o'clock eastern, eastern. Mm -hmm. and so we'll it'll be like right here yep um like a podcast but except we <laughs> this time we will have cameras on well, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be gussied. We know you can find us on YouTube. <laughs> we'll get permission on the Facebook stuff, but yeah, yeah just uh, be aware. We'll, we'll put the word out about where to find the link to that. And so yeah. we're glad that FIA, FIADA has agreed to let us broadcast yeah. live. That's a really important subject that we first presented at the Texas conference. Yep. And we really look forward to bringing about, that. Like business plans, know where you want to yeah, go. Yeah. It's, it's That's really, the topic. it's kind of <laughs> business plans on steroids. It's but like, it's yeah, yeah. Anyone at any stage of your business, this is something that is really relevant from the very, yeah. very beginning to I'm like trying to figure out, um, you know, I want to get, I'm ready to retire. So mm -hmm. what do I do? Right. Kind of thing. Well, so. We also had dealers in that session in Texas came up to me after who are many years, decades of experience. And so they were inspired by that presentation. And like, mm -hmm. I think it, it is going to reach people in a way yeah. that, uh, it, it, you know, business plans sound like pretty dry stuff, but we, we kind of, we yeah. amped it up a little well, bit. Well, you know, and yeah. Yeah, we, we brought some squiggly we, lines. We, and we bring our personality to yeah. it too. So yeah. that's that's kind you of fun. You bring yours. I bring donuts. You bring donuts. Yes, um, honey, don't promise things you're not willing oh, yeah, to follow yeah. through. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so we have this. This is a, a little bit of a, a beta test on doing something like this. So Chad, um, you mean Tim, Tim Lawrence? Sorry, I was I thinking Chad. Tim Lawrence is all the way on the other side of the country from us. And so when we go live, it's like 6 a.m. Remember we did that at NIADA that one time mm -hmm. when we announced the nation. Um, it's really early. And so he asked if we would mind doing it some, you know, at like a decent hour for him. And so we pre-recorded <laughs> is what she's trying to say. We pre-recorded Tim's performance or his uh, so appearance. So I have it loaded up 
And so we we're going to go forward and, and, um, and play the recording. So it's, you know, there shouldn't be any hiccups. So, um, like this is the first time that we're doing something like this. So, um, yeah, let's, let's see how, let's see how that, that rolls. So here we go. This is our recorded, um, interview with Tim Lawrence, the CEO of LHPH Capital. Hey, um, we are really happy to have a special guest today. This is a special recording um, because our special guest happens to live on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. So when we go live, it's like 6 a.m. And we've done that before yeah. when we were at NAIDA. Um, and yeah, it was it was not easy but tim might not be a coffee yeah. drinker, but i personally <laughs> say i'm not responsible for anything i say or do before my second cup of coffee so. yep so we have today with us tim lawrence who is the ceo of lhph capital right we're really glad that you're joining us tim welcome tim hey thank you guys so happy to be here yeah we've known about lhph i shared with you before that you know i've been familiar with lhph for many years and and uh so I know that you guys are out there kind of uh, spearheading the charge to introduce dealers to leasing as an alternative to mm -hmm. traditional buy here, pay here. So we're glad you're able to be here and educate some of our folks. We also know you've got your conference right around the corner, September 16th and 17th, right? Friday and Saturday in San Diego. Yes, exactly. And we're doing a little happy hour cocktail hour the evening before. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So is it still, is there still time? Um, uh, well, we I think we're going to broadcast this maybe Friday. So is there, yeah. can can people there, register up to the day of? Yeah, there is time. There, we have a few spots left. So please feel free to reach out, register. And uh, we, we did get a pretty big block of rooms. So we still have a few rooms left. Nice. Um, so it should work out. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. We'll share um, in the comments on the uh, feed itself when it goes out. We'll make sure and share the. Yeah, people can yeah, find it. People can find it and the uh, yeah. the link in the comments to make sure and jump to over there and and get uh, plugged into that conference. But yeah, we want to talk to you today about um, you know and knowing that your role is really on the capital side of LHPH. We want to talk about that first. First of all, how long how long have you been with the company and how did you find yourself in this space? Oh, great question. I didn't, never anticipated in getting into auto finance, especially a specialty side like this. I originally was a, a marriage and family therapist. Um, surprise, surprise. What? And yeah. <laughs> and so after graduate school, I did that for a little bit, was newly married and realized, wow, this is going to be really challenging to uh, care for my family in an expensive place like San Diego. And I got into medical device sales for about 10 years. I built my way up and and I was totally content. I was managing uh, nine states for the sales and operations of a large organization, loving it. And Terry Baudler, the owner of LHPH Capital, was working on selling his other leasing company and uh, had experience in consulting and lease here, pay here and wanted to make the pivot into being a lender. And he was looking for somebody and because we had been friends and he had been a mentor of mine, he asked me to join. Mm -hmm. And after six months of saying, I'm not sure, I don't think so. <laughs> um, I, I took the leap in and, and it was phenomenal to learn the space from the ground up, really just being curious, asking questions, developing our products so that it could really be 
well suited to this space. Mm -hmm. And so in 2017, I was the third employee and we were just sort of getting our feet wet then. And here we are now, wow. years later. Yeah, doing yeah. doing great. Um, sure feels like there's an inflection point for lease here, pay here. There are so many dealers interested, dealers converting. And I think probably the biggest thing, and I mentioned this to both of you, that you, the way that you say it is so perfect. Uh, buy here, pay here dealers doing leasing. It's just an in-house finance product that's that's a little bit different with unique features and benefits. Yeah, we definitely, um, and we want to get into some of those today. You know, with my experience from the space, and I've, I've been exposed to leasing through, you know, a couple of clients and, and uh, managed a store for quite a time. And so we're familiar with leasing and some of the benefits, certainly, you know, sales tax coming to mind, the ability to avoid having to set up a related finance company like our most of our, you know, buy here, pay here dealers do. So there's some definitely some strong benefits and there's some things that I need to understand. And by the way, I got to circle back and, and uh, put in a mention for you mentioned Terry Bowdler. I mean, wow, what a great mentor. It's one of the brightest minds in the country and certainly well, the foremost authority on leasing as far as I know. And so yeah, he's a good guy to learn from. Yes. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So let's talk about the, the funding side of the business first. Like help me understand, I know you're in the capital side of leasing. And as, as we've talked about in the past is like one of the challenges sometimes for folks who choose to go the leasing route, uh, they, they'll find trouble sourcing the right capital to fund, you know, their, their buy here, pay or contracts or lease your payer contracts rather. So how would that work with you guys? Yes. A great question. The, the way that we finance it, because there is always some sort of concern on well, what do you do with the residual from a financing aspect? Mm. What we do is we parallel a promissory note for the cost of the vehicle plus reconditioning with the same term as your lease. So if your lease is 36 months or 42 months, that's the same amount that our loan will be on that vehicle. And we do this, our software does it on every single vehicle so that you're paying principal and interest to us while you're collecting payments from your customer. And that leaves you a cash spread because of the markup to the vehicle plus the money factor or implicit rate in the lease. And that's your operating capital as you're paying down the loan with us, which then becomes an asset to you because it'll be paid off. And then there's a lump sum towards uh, for you as the dealer that you can either get a residual buyout at the end of the contract, or you can recycle it again into a new lease contract. And at that point, your vehicle's paid off. So it's 100% cash. And what we see with our dealers as they get into their second and third lease cycles is they have a huge influx of cash. It's a little bit more disciplined on the front end, which is great because it's pushing you to delever on a long-term game. And then, then you have your high earnings and high profitability just at the time as you're probably understanding leasing the best, your portfolio, your customers. So it's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool program that under Terry's mentorship, we've been able to put together. Nice. So as I understood, you said your, your advance to the dealer is equal to the cost of the vehicle. Yeah. So let's say that they uh, pay $9,000 at the auction for the vehicle. And then their average reconditioning, let's say is a thousand dollars or $900 or something close to that. 
then mm-hmm. we'll finance both of those and then um, and then do an amortizing loan down to zero. So if I follow the, you know, what a buy here payer would be the down payment and, and leasing's got a little different name, but it's still the, the cash commitment from the customer that stays with the dealer, it sounds like. Correct. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so- then w- one last thing to add to that is because they're a high frequency of delinquency or defaults that come up, we give our dealers um, a period of time. It's usually 60 days to put in a new lessee or customer into that same vehicle while still paying that amortizing loan with us. And that keeps them on track to oh, yeah. continue to pay that down. So they're not paying 60 months on uh, one vehicle principal and interest or interest only with borrowing base adjustments and they can actually delever. Right. That's a clever structure. That's I, I get it. So that's smart. I, uh, I like the, uh, the way for a dealer to be able to cover their costs and keep producing contracts build up on their portfolio and cash flow. And you, this may not be your particular expertise, but I, I'm, I'm always trying to grasp this idea around if I were to lease a car to a consumer tomorrow, then um, the day after I lease it, how does my balance sheet look? Is there just a leased automobile on my balance sheet as an asset or are there other and again, I didn't prepare you for this question. So if you don't know, no, that's great. Answer it, later. So what does that look like on the balance sheet? It, it depends on if it's a capital lease or an operating lease, but let's go with operating lease because that's most common for a lease here, pay here contract. Mm-hmm. And the way that it'll look on your balance sheet is there will be a uh, receivables, um, an accounts receivable, just like there would be for buy here, pay here. And then there's a contra account that has that same amount so it's like a plus minus on the asset side and those cancel each other out, but you're seeing what the receivables are. I and see. then what's actually meaningful is that there's lease inventory and that lease inventory is the cost of the vehicle that you put into it. Plus your reconditioning that qualifies so that you can uh, capitalize it out and then minus your depreciation that would be um about a five-year useful life of 20% per year that would be subtracted out on your books. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I can, uh, I can grasp that. I think, um, as I would say that the accounting side to me was always kind of nebulous and, and that wasn't among my responsibilities, you know, <laughs> right. managing these dealerships, but I, I still needed to understand it obviously as a manager. So this was always, you know, part of the more challenging thing. And, and it's easy if you just look at just, raw cash flow, you know, that's a little bit easier, but to try to understand the financials and how these things impact the balance sheet is a little bit different thing. So one of the other things that came up, we recently recorded another podcast with our friend, Bill Elizondo. I know, you know, Bill. Yeah. And uh, so, Love Bill. yeah, one of the things that uh, came up in that conversation was the thing about the uh, pay-as-you-go states, which I was out of touch about that. I, Michelle and I mostly live in the buy-here-pay-here space. And so we know how that works for dealers and buy-here-pay-here, but what what's different for uh, pay as you go states in leasing? Yeah, great question. Also, so a pay as you go state essentially means that the sales tax that you collect on the lease contract is going to be paid out over equally over the life of the lease based off of the money that's collected. So let's say just for the sake of it that sales tax is ten percent. So this is a um, we can track it easily. 
and you collect a thousand dollars on the down payment, then 10% of that thousand dollars is what you actually pay to the state. So a hundred dollars and then 10% of the payment that you receive per month or biweekly will also be paid to the state only as it's collected. So that means if your customer defaults, you didn't have to pay any sales tax in advance on that. You don't have to try to get it back. It's just, you don't pay it. And so that levels it out uh, over a longer period of time. And it significantly helps your cash flow uh, really until your lease cycle catches up. So you probably have about three years of gaining that benefit in a pay-as-you-go sales tax state. And there's about 30 states that fall into that category, which is on our website. Yeah. Yeah, we saw that the website, and we would urge people to find their way to uh, the website. You guys have got a lot of great resources and information videos at at your website, which is lhph.com, right? Yes, exactly. Trying yeah, to make it as simple as possible. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's an easy enough domain. So then, yeah, so people can learn a lot of this, um, the details behind the things that we're touching on, you know, pretty superficially here today. But there, there are some distinct advantages for sure, you know, in that industry. One of the things that I've talked about, and of course you and I've talked about it, Tim, is like, the one of the challenges that we see in in leasing is and, and keep in mind michelle and i work with a lot of startups people that are just launching and buy here pay here. Mm-hmm. so even from the very beginning when we're helping them with their cash modeling we ask them to think about what an exit looks like and, and even though they're just barely getting started we want them to think about if something should change and you needed an off-ramp and you wanted to liquidate yeah. you know your contracts you know what what would that look like and, and from my perspective it seems like the capital market is pretty limited we know there's lots of buyers that are always approaching us trying to get our dealers to sell them the buyer payer paper. Right. But on the lease side, we don't see as much of that. So what what can you tell us about the secondary market and the exit factor? Yeah, I think that's that's a really important topic to cover. And as you're starting a business, it's always important to think about what is my plan in the event that I want to exit this business. And I, I think it's exactly that, a plan that you want to have available to you. And so in that, buy here, pay here is unique, I think, in most startup businesses in that there, there are a little bit more options for a secondary market if you want to exit versus if you were to start an IT company that had service contracts and mm-hmm. you needed to figure out how to wind them down. Lease here, pay here is probably more similar to other startups than buy here, pay here because you need to set up a plan of what what will I do in the event that I want to get out of this space? So I think if you put together your plan and you say, what are my best options? Probably the, your first best option is I want to delever over time and then wind down my portfolio. So because that's going to maximize your earnings as the dealer. And if you can do that successfully, then it's going to be very smooth because as you wind down your portfolio, you slowly reduce your collections and you your collections don't have to be on site of a dealership they can be in another small office building or a small office space or a WeWorks or anything like that because that's all you're doing from that point on um i think the the next question is well on the if i wanted to exit sooner what could i do and that seems to be maybe the point of your question so if i was going to exit sooner Uh, There are options to do it. If you have a really large portfolio, 
like over 5 million, then Westlake is a really good option for you. They'll do, they'll buy lease contracts or they'll service them out. And then if it's on the smaller side, you can go to companies like Car Financial and like Alamo Financial who will either purchase or service them down. And I'm sure, as you know, it all depends on how healthy your portfolio is. Mm-hmm. If you've gotten out of trust with your lender, uh, if, if it looks like there's actually something meaningful that they can have their own earnings and profitability from over that, that lifespan. And then I think the last thing is, are there any peer dealerships either locally or in my network who would purchase my portfolio or would wind it down? And so that's sort of the, how we coach our dealers to work through it. There are less opportunities for a secondary market, but it's still there. Okay. We, we cut out a little bit, like we had, had a bit of a buffering or internet lag there. So I would have you maybe. Oh, no. Yeah. That last, last part that last bit. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just in terms of. Um, the very last point that you were making. Um, I think it's that the, there, there is a smaller secondary market. It's still mm-hmm. there and present. Westlake, Car Financial, Alamo mm-hmm. Financial, and then uh, any neighboring dealerships, yeah, in in your local area or in your network, are really good opportunities to uh, gotcha. have them either wind it down or sell it to them. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Even in a buy here, pay here environment, we would be suggesting people look at that because to me, the the portfolio could very well be worth more to somebody across town than than it is right for remote. Uh, you know, collection finance company or whatever. So, so yeah, that's definitely worth thinking about, but yeah, that's, that's good information, Tim. I, I appreciate you making time to join us and, and we hope that we, uh, you know, got to connect with you in time to, to uh, spread the word for your conference. If, if they miss the conference, it's just important for folks to know how they can reach uh, Tim and LHPH. You can always reach out to us. We know how to find them as well, but mm-hmm. we've got uh, uh, Tim's email on the screen there. So you can definitely find him that way. Yes. That's how we found it's, it. Yeah, so. it's T Lawrence at LHPH.com. <laughs> right. Um, if you want to reach Tim directly, that is again T Lawrence at LHPH.com. If you just want to go to directly to the website, I'm sure the information will be there about the upcoming event. Um, and that would be LHPH.com. Like you said, we made it simple. Mm-hmm. Super, yes. super simple. Yeah. So yeah, for, for our <laughs> listeners, uh, lease or pay here is definitely worth a look for, for many of you. And especially at high cost of cars, it's, it, there may be some added benefits for you to consider, you know, at this time when cost of car is high. So there's uh, there's other reasons to look, but yeah, we, we know that they're a, a prime resource if you're uh, if you want to look at leasing. Excellent. Hey, Tim, thanks so much for joining us today. We appreciate you taking some time and uh, getting some it's for me, this is all very educational because I think we've uh, established with everybody that listens that I'm the newbie. <laughs> I'm the one that's wet behind the ears. <laughs> so um, so it's, it's, I, I feel like I learned quite a bit today mm-hmm. about leasing. And so I really appreciate the I appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. All yeah. right. Take care. All right. And we're back. And we're back. And Tim got to sleep in, so that worked out. <laughs> so, you know, it looks like our grand experiment worked. Yeah. And we, um, we were able to do that effectively. So I hope folks found that, that educational. We just uh, were happy to try to help uh, get to Tim to the show so we could talk about their event, which is a week away. Uh, so it's not mm-hmm. too late to get into the LHPH um, conference, their summit in San Diego. And so we would invite you to find your way to Michelle shared the link to find the way to their uh, registration page. And uh, 
So yeah, you can definitely check out leasing if that's something you want to explore. And we're, we're hearing about quite a few dealers moving established operations yeah. from buy here, pay here to leasing. And so there's lots of motivations and a lot of factors to consider there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that Jim did, a, a, I think, I know, Jim did a, a podcast with Bill Elizondo mm -hmm. about lease or pay here versus buy here, pay here. Right. Um, that should be on our um, YouTube channel. Just waiting for Bill to give the okay to release it. Oh, so. that's right, Bill. Yeah, yeah. Have you not given the okay yet to release that? Okay. As so soon as we back. get that, then that will be available. And um, so that's, you know, we've taken up plenty of everybody's time. We're uh, hoping that you guys have a fantastic Friday. Again, don't forget that we will be broadcasting live for our address at um, FIAD in, in Orlando, Florida on the 4th of October. And then we also have coming up the Buy Here, Pay Here Regional Town Hall right. on October 19th in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. It's being hosted by our good friend Tommy Brandis. And that entire event will be, um, will be, uh, broadcast live. Mm -hmm. And so, um, did you want to say anything at all about, about the agenda, agenda just real fast before I we head put out that aside? Let's see if I can find it again. But, um, yeah, I think uh, we can, we can cover that later, but yeah, we do have an yeah, agenda. We do have an agenda. We'll, we'll start to share that. Soon. We'll talk about that for sure on Monday and, and probably even have it, uh, potentially published. Right. By Monday, and, uh, so. Brett Buick, I see that you were listening this morning. If you're still listening, please don't close that fundraiser yet. We're going to do what we can to help you yeah. get to that number. So we're going right. to, we're still out there raising money. Yes. Have a great Friday and, uh, and a great weekend you as bet. well. We'll talk to y'all later. Thanks for joining.